Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town. Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history, true crime, hauntings, paranormal events, and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot, Heaven's Gate, the Lars Midtank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine, just to name a few. You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. In 1980, a hijacking does not go as planned. I'm Jason Horton, and this is Strange Year. 1980 introduced us to the Rubik's Cube and CNN. However, a bizarre demand of a hijacker made 1980 a strange year. Glenn K. Tripp, July 1980. The story of D.B. Cooper is one of history's most notorious unsolved crime and mysteries. An airplane hijacker gets away and is never seen from or heard from again. And like a lot of crimes, there are copycats. And D.B. Cooper's legend blazed a trail for many to do the same without the success. On July 11th, 1980, Glenn K. Tripp was one of them. Tripp attempted to follow in D.B. Cooper's footsteps at the Seattle airport and hijack a Boeing 727 Northwest Flight 608 headed to Portland. Tripp claimed to have a bomb and his demands were $100,000 and two parachutes. According to Check6.com, It's easy to feel sorry for these guys, said Martha Roberts, who was a flight attendant aboard the hijacked plane. The boy was telling us how bad his life had been, how nothing had ever gone right for him. The quick-thinking stewardess slipped three Valium into his drink, and the plane never took off. After ten hours of negotiation, he changed his demands. He released all 52 passengers. He now demanded three cheeseburgers and to be driven from the airport in a rental car by the two pilots that remained with him. FBI negotiator Ron Boehner said the cheeseburgers would take a while, and Tripp responded, Forget the cheeseburgers. You said before you get the plane and you didn't, so you'd better get the car. This is your last chance. When the car arrived, Tripp exited and was captured by the three FBI agents hiding under the plane. Tripp held onto the briefcase and then it was taken away. In the suitcase, no bomb, just a jacket. Tripp was convicted of first-degree kidnapping and extortion, but only sentenced to 20 years probation. It wouldn't be long before he would try again almost three years later. On Thursday, January 20th, 1983, Tripp attempted to hijack the same flight, Northwest Flight 608, as it approached Portland International Airport from Seattle. Instead of a suitcase, a shoebox. And he was only demanding to be flown to Afghanistan after complaining that the United States was not helping, quote, his people, and he had not been able to see his wife and child. As he claimed to have been in prison for the last 10 years, his story was later deemed untrue. At 4.30 p.m. after a three-hour standoff, he had agreed to unload half of the 35 passengers who were exiting the plane via the exit ramp and two FBI agents standing on the shoulders of each other climbed through the cockpit windows. According to a July 1983 article from the New York Times, at the time the captain allowed for the security door to the cabin to be opened. Immediately, an agent appeared and confronted the subject, who at that time approached the door holding a box. The agent immediately yelled, freeze, FBI. At the time, the subject made a sudden motion as if to throw the box. The agent fired one shot from his revolver, killing the suspect. This is news footage from the second hijacking attempt. The drama in Portland is over, and the hijacker who seized an airplane with 41 people aboard at Portland's International Airport is dead. The passengers have been released unharmed. Authorities now say that the man, whom they still have not identified, hijacked the Boeing 727 shortly before 2 o'clock this afternoon as it descended to Portland's airport. The hijacker claimed to have a bomb inside a shoebox and was demanding that the pilot fly that plane to Afghanistan. 
Well, for two and a half hours, the plane sat on a ro remote runway of the airport with FBI agents negotiating from outside the plane. Then, around 4.30 this afternoon, federal agents stormed that plane and shot the hijacker to death in that takeover. Once again, the hijacking ordeal at Portland's International Airport is over. The hijacker is dead. No passengers or crew have been injured. I want to thank Check6.com, The New York Times, and FearOfLanding.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back next time for another episode of Strange Year. Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town. Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history, true crime, hauntings, paranormal events, and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot, Heaven's Gate, the Lars Midtank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine, just to name a few. You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.